This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much, and thank you, Ace Hardware. Thank you, Mike Bass, for running my boards and for answering my phone calls again this week. Thanks, everybody. I'm a thankful kind of guy on this. Uh, on this, I'm thankful for the rain that we got. Some of us, a lot of us got this week. Some more than others, some not so much. But if you got some rain, say some thanks. We need some more, and uh, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it. I hope you'll uh, give me a call. That would be uh, a thing for me to be thankful about. 888-787-KLIF. Obviously, this is a live broadcast, so I'd be really thankful for those calls. Mike is in the other studio, just a little ways down the hall, and he is answering the phone for me and screening the calls and running the boards and doing all the things that it takes to keep a a radio program on the air. His uh, board is a lot bigger than my board. My board has a cough button and on and off. It has actually other things but I don't know what they are, and they have blue tape on them with arrows pointing, <laughs> pointing at where I'm supposed to leave them. And along with notes, don't touch this. So Okay, they're way out of my reach over there. So 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? We're talking gardening. You say, well, what? who is this guy? He's on the air, and he's not allowed to talk and touch any of these things. Well, that's because I'm a horticulturist by my training and, and by my career. I've been doing this kind of a program now for 43 years, and it might turn into a career before long. So please give me a call. If I can help you with your uh, landscape, your lawn, your garden, if you still have one after this summer, uh, after the last two winters, you know, how many more times can we kick you around town and still expect you to uh, want to garden in this area? Well, there is hope because we, we have these bad times, but then we have a lot of good times. And um, so I'll help you. There are some plants you want to avoid that, that will break your heart every time. And there are a lot of plants that will, will laugh at the heat, laugh at the cold, and to a degree laugh at the drought. So that's what we're here for. Give me a call. One more time, that number, we only have three lines. So it won't, shouldn't take too long to fill them up. 888-787-KLIF, 888 Five five four three. We get the program underway in just a moment, but I always do an SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week as the uh, program begins. And today's SPCA of Texas dog is Carl. Carl is a Labrador Retriever mix and a big old guy at sixty-five pounds. He has brown fur with white highlights beneath, and a handsome face and floppy Retriever ears. Carl is looking for a forever home. But couch potatoes might want to pass on this guy. Carl, you see, is energetic and exuberant, and he has a zest for life. He doesn't need an Olympic athlete for an owner, but he does need folks who like to get out and about and take their pooch with them. Carl is super sweet, but his size and energy level, that make it best if everyone in the house is at least five years old, bring the whole family, especially the children younger than 10 years of age, down to the shelter for a meet and greet before taking Carl home. Carl has recently been treated for heartworms. That all went well, but he will need to be on a limited exercise restriction. So you're going to have to have a chat with Carl to talk to him about, hey, cut back a little bit, Carl. Calm it down until the end of next month or so. Then he'll be back up to his high-powered self. This sounds like a supercharged dog and a lot of fun to be around. I have one like that in the name of Zeus at home. And I asked my wife, will you go out and help me run Zeus the dog? Zeus can outrun me. I don't run. And uh, we uh, get at the opposite ends of the driveway, and she claps and shouts to Zeus, and Zeus runs between us, and he has a blast. Well, that's the way Carl is. Carl has been neutered like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas. By the way, this is K-A-R-L. If you want to look him up, you need to spell it with a K. Carl has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He will be waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 West of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available for 
on a, on a walk-in for a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Just make yourself type that as one word, spca.org slash findapet. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Carl. Carl, the 65-pound exuberant Labrador Retriever mix, K-A-R-L. Hope we can get him adopted. He just sounds like a bowl of fun, and we all could use a little bit of that from time to time, so let's get him adopted. That's sponsored by Arborological Services, the tree experts that your trees deserve. They are the best in the business. I've said that for a long time, probably almost a quarter of a century. They've been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Why do we need to have a professional arborist at this level? Why do we need to have these people take care of our trees? Well, you think about what a tree is worth in your landscape. It's worth a great deal. It's worth it in terms of the recreational value to your home. Uh, your family enjoys being out in the shade of the tree. You don't want to sit out in the basking sun in the summertime. You want to be beneath the tree. That's where you have your patio. That's where you entertain. That's where you have, have fun as a family. And then when it comes time to resell your, well, and, and also think about all of the value you get from the energy savings. Then when it comes time to resell your home, that shade tree is worth a great deal there as well because other people appreciate that uh, value. And that's why Arborological Services needs to be your choice in tree service companies. There are other good companies out there, but there's none at this level. They are the best. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. They have three Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. They have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, and on and on and on. The best. That's it. I mean, you can, can't go up from there. They're the best. 866-552-7267. That's a toll-free number, but they just serve the Metroplex. That's it. It's a local company, totally. 866-552-7267 on the web, arborological.com, A-R-B-O-R-I, Logical, all one word, Arborological Services, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, Arborological Services. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Dee, very much. Her customers love her i mean they come to her they flock to her and uh, she is a uh, she's a hero that's all there is to it so that's uh, the way we get this started and uh, i thank the ace hardware people if you're in an ace hardware store somewhere around you please step up to the manager you can step up to d she is the garden center manager and she'll get word to alan who owns that store she'll get word she has his ear big time he counts on her uh, step up to the owner, the manager, whoever is on duty and in leadership. Let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship of this program. That's why we have these rejoinders, just so you know who they are. There are 40 of these stores that sponsor this broadcast, and we thank them. Let's go to uh, Brian in Tyler. First call today. Brian, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, just to get started, uh, I've been listening to you since your WFAA days. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and I've been taking your e-garden since it started. So Thank that you. leads me to my question. You had a link uh, this week from the University of Clemson. Yes, sir. Emergence and specifically the annual bluegrass. Well, yes, I downloaded that and read it. And I guess we've all been using the Group 1 uh, type pre-emergence. And then they're talking about this Group 2, the endazoflams, and specifically this bear spectacle. So I guess my question really is, where can we find that? Is it is it on the market in, in North Texas uh, where we can get this and start alternating uh, between the Group 1 and the Group 2? 
Let me bring everybody up to speed, and I'm going to tell you also that a migraine the last couple of days has kept me from doing my homework because once I saw that, I wanted to do uh, some surveys of other land-grant schools. Um, I had somebody ask about uh, about resistance of POA annua, annual bluegrass, to pre-emergence, and I wasn't particularly familiar with that uh, problem. And so I did a little research, and it's been noted for a few years by Clemson and apparently by probably by some other land-grant schools, but that was the one that popped up uh, first and best. And uh, they've been doing some research showing that we may need two applications of pre-emergence and from different uh, groups. The, the first group is the ones that you hear me mentioning uh, uh, that we ought to be using at the end of this month, and then the second one is... Uh, out of this other group, which uh, I want to go back and look, Brian, but I'm not completely convinced that may not be uh, uh, Image and and its uh, group. I want to I want to look at that a little more carefully when my eyes are not killing me quite so badly and my head's not pounding. But uh, okay. uh, that's where I need to do some more homework, and we'll probably be writing again about it in in this week's eGardens. Uh, as far as uh, Bayer products, they are widely distributed, and I would think you could go back through your uh, Ace Hardware dealer or uh, one of your, uh, and you would have an Ace Hardware dealer in, in Tyler, so that part is, is good news, or through a local independent retail garden center. I don't know if mm -hmm. they'll uh, be buying Bayer products or not, uh, so that one may be a little more problematic for you in Tyler, but, but I, I know the Ace people have access and I think they get out of the Wilmer Distribution Center, uh, same as the local people here do. Uh, so okay. that would be a starting point, would be to talk to the general manager of your Ace Hardware store and ask, do you handle this product? And uh, he or she can very quickly look on their inventory availability list from Wilmer and uh, find out if that's in their availability list. And if it's not, then okay. they can't. But if it is, they can get it in for you. So I'll, I'll do more homework. I'll be more conversant uh, after I have a chance to do my homework. I just haven't. Okay, okay. that's that's kind of what I'd, I'd like to hear because uh, if we need to start alternating those, I really would like to start doing that. Well, certainly. Uh, you know, and, and – Well, and that would and explain – go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and, and that will – you know, when you do your research, I'm sure you'll put it in eGardens and kind of let us know. Uh, what you're finding as well. So. I will, and that will explain why I've had a lot of. I've had, I've wondered the last three or four years why I had comments from so many people in March and April. Well, I put it out when you told us to, Neil, but we we still had annual bluegrass, and they weren't commenting about rescue grass or ryegrass. They're talking about annual bluegrass, and and I thought, well, we we had extended droughts in in uh, September. Uh, two years ago, I think it was, and we had washing rains one of those years in the Metroplex. I don't know if you guys did. And and so I, I tried to figure reasons to say, well, this must have been excuses, frankly. This must be the reason it didn't work. And and then all of a sudden this pops up, and I think, aha, there's there's the mm -hmm. reason. So not, not a reason I necessarily want because you don't want a, a resistance. Isn't that crazy that, that bluegrass in your yard would develop a resistance? How'd that happen? I can understand if it happens at Clemson in a research plot where it's used year after year after year. How's that happen? It's just crazy. I've thought about that a lot since I read that thing uh, uh, Tuesday, I think, is when I came across that. But I will, I will do some more homework for you. Okay, thank you very much, Neil. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to your answers and your research. You got it. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right, his line is open, and somebody just dropped out on me. Who dropped out? Uh, looks, yeah, Amel. Amel, call back. Will's Point. May have driven out of a cell or something. That happens. Uh, oh, how I know. Oh, oh, how I know. We are rural folks. We live almost to civilization. Almost. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, my book, fifth printing, thirty-two ninety-five. That is a real deal for you, and that's only while I have supplies. And that stack is getting shorter and shorter and shorter in our garage. 
The sixth printing will be thirty-eight ninety-five. I want to offer this to you and suggest to you, if you want to get the book, this is your time. The book has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's on high-quality paper, printed in Texas to keep Texas printers working. I don't really worry so much about the Chinese printers. That's their issue. I want our Texas people busy. And I also wanted a really, how would it look in the book if it said Lone Star Gardening printed in China? I'm sorry. just had a problem with that and still would. So it's, uh, it's printed in Texas on high-quality paper, and it's available to you only from my website and only by calling my office, those two ways. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. The reason for that was not so I could make the most dollars, because I'm not. I'm far from that. would have made a whole lot more if I'd sold it through a publishing house and gotten a royalty on it. Indeed, I wanted to be able to sign every copy as we send them to you. I sign them, and I take them to the post office myself on Tuesdays and take them right on in the back door and leave them right there for you. To, uh, to come to your mailbox. So this is 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. I spent a year of my life writing this book. You get me for a year for thirty-two ninety-five. There are some days that that's about all I'm worth for a whole year, a year of that for thirty-two ninety-five. But the book is very definitely worth it. I'll guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. So here are the two ways you can buy it. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, at 800-752-GROW. That's with an O, not a zero. That's 800-752-4769. The other way, the better way to buy it, is from my website directly, and that's at neilsperry.com. You can do that right now. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Well, you know Baylor's Cotton White Health. You know how how they are spread over the eastern half of the state. They are great. I'm very proud to tell you about Baylor's Cotton White Health. I hope that you will let them know that you appreciate all that they have done in this COVID era of the last 30 months. Hope you'll get in there and say thank you to their frontline people. They will appreciate knowing that you're thinking about them. I hope that you'll wear a mask. Uh, there are there are still plenty of reasons for us to wear masks, and uh, you don't have to be ashamed of that at all. Masks will protect you not only from COVID, but from common uh, ailments such as flu and colds and other things, so it's a good plan. But most of all, you just need to say thank you. It never hurts to be grateful to people. Uh, they have been there selflessly doing their job. We need to thank them for never giving in. Thank them for never settling for good enough. If you knew half of what they had to go through during the COVID era, you would understand why this message is so important. So please, one more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the frontline people for all that they have done to keep us all safe through COVID. Please, next time you're at Baylor Scott and White, look them square in the eye and say, through your mask, Thank you. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very, very much. We go back to the phone lines. We go to John in Arlington. John, this is Neil. Good afternoon. 
Neil, I want to thank you again a couple of years ago for your appearance. Uh, you did it uh, uh, pre-recorded for Empowering Seniors, and everybody's still talking about it. Good deal. Uh, you bet. That was so wonderful. You were so great. Uh, my question is that we've got uh, a uh, about, about a yard that's got like some 70, 80-year-old trees, primarily oak trees, and some of the roots are growing out uh, above the ground, and they become a, a tripping hazard. So can I safely, if, if they're like, say, an inch, inch and a half in diameter, can I cut them, or do I need to be covering them with some kind of a walkway? Um, hmm. And these are in a, a walk area? Or yeah, they're in a walk, walk area. Yeah, they're, they're in a walk path area. You know, so okay. our, our option is either to do like a four-foot uh, you know, path across, across them and, and cover them uh, with caliche or something like that or, or whatever. So I was just wanting to see, is, would we damage the trees by cutting all right, I'm going to take the coward's way out and tell you that the best thing you could do would be to get a certified arborist on site to look at it and give you guidance with that specific tree with, yeah. with that specific need. I'm going to give you an answer, but that's yeah. the best answer right there would be to have somebody look at the tree. And, and the reason I say that, are, they, are these live oaks? That's usually the tree that will do this. Yeah. Yeah, they're right. the live oaks. Yeah, live oaks were hurt variously by the cold of February 2021, and there are live oaks where you don't want to do anything, let the poor thing recover while it's while it's still trying, and then there are live oaks that weren't hurt at all, and so we could go right on with whatever we need to do. Uh, an inch and a half uh, root on an 80-year-old tree, if you had only one or two of those, you could probably remove those and not hurt the tree. Time to do that would be 1st of November after all of this nonsense is over the drought and the, especially the heat uh, so so that it's not needing as much water as it needs right now. So, But that would be just for one. This is a very normal occurrence, by the way, for live oaks. They have buttressing roots that are at the surface. That's the way they grow, and, and uh, I'm surprised you don't have bigger roots uh, higher up out of the ground by now. So Yeah, and we've yeah. got mine. We have multiple uh, roots because we've got kind of yeah. a cluster of trees, and so we have probably five or six of those roots. We've already had two falling incidents. So we've got a I, result I one way or the other. Yeah, I, I understand. I have some pecan roots that are pushing up on the edge of our pavestone driveway, so I, I understand. Um, so uh, if you were the, – the one thing you don't want to do is cover a big part of the root system with anything, with soil or with caliche. Uh, over right. a big part, Cover, putting a walk through and, and raising that area is not a bad thing. And but I would not do anything that is mortared or put in permanently because the roots will continue to grow, right. or expand, or lift, or or squeeze sideways. And so you'll have to do this again in a few years. So if you can do something that has a little squeeze room in it, uh, that's why pavestone would work or 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 uh, uh, concrete paving stones of some sort or flagstone that is a little distance from the roots and a little bit above the roots as long as it's not a tripping hazard that's where a good landscape contractor who is used to laying stone could be uh, invaluable for you once again a certified arborist could look at that and really give some good guidance these things need to go down on a bed of packed sand but that's not going to hurt anything the stone is not going to hurt the the tree at all because it's permeable there's air and water going in between the stones and 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 so no problem there just don't don't bring soil over the whole root system that could kill the tree right okay that's great neil thank you so much you're the best Oh, I don't know that. I'm just ha- hanging in there trying to trying to hang on. I appreciate it, John. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. All right, appreciate you bet. It. We have Jim 3, and uh, Mike during the uh, Tiny Garden Tip will explain what that means, and he is in Keller, and we have a spiderweb thing on the tree and uh, taking over the tree. I bet I know what that is. I think we can help, so... Hang right there, Jim. Three. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. Let me just let me just tell you about the wild birds in our backyard. I have never seen. They're going after the feeders that we have, the the cylindrical uh, uh, feeders of of seed from Wild Birds Unlimited. They're going after them like bus. They love that stuff, and uh, they're hungry too. I, I have to admit that they're hungry. The birds are hungry because it's been so dry that there just isn't much. Uh, a natural uh, wild seed out in the meadows and in the yards and 
vacant lots and things. So it's really important that we put some seed out. Our, our birds need that very, very much. Wild Birds Unlimited can show you what I'm talking about. These are cylinders that are about 4 inches in diameter, about 10 inches tall. They go down over a, 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 a post on their feeders. It's the neatest thing you ever saw, and the birds love that. They hang all over the things. We've had as many as four or five birds on a cylinder at a time. Cardinal, a couple of titmice, uh, the uh, 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 chickadees, and uh, even a woodpecker hanging on ours, just busily chomping away at it. And the cylinders last uh, anywhere from five or six days to a couple weeks. Uh, the, the feeders have little caps over the top of them to protect from rain, and uh, they hold up beautifully. This is ingenious. That's just, and they come in many different mixes, like uh, birds, uh, birds, like uh, 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 berries, nuts, and bugs. They have uh, mealworms in them, impregnated into them. Uh, they have another one that's uh, that's uh, seeds and, and nuts, and one that's just different kinds of seeds. And the birds love these things. So that's one thing at Wild Birds Unlimited. Let me talk more about the company and not just that one kind of of feed that they have. They also have hummingbird feeders at Wild Birds Unlimited, the High Perch Hummingbird Feeders. They have everything you could possibly want for wild birds in your backyard, carefully researched, well-made products, and all the enthusiasm you could ever want. There are three stores that sponsor these things that I'm doing, like this broadcast and also my eGardens newsletter. David's store in the Park Cities at 5715 West Lovers Lane, next to Nichols Nardy Nursery and Garden Center. You look out behind the store and you'll see his feeders. They'll be full of birds. Ron's store at his new location in East Dallas, this just south of uh, Northwest Highway on Abrams at 5708 Abrams. And that's a beautiful store. Birdie's store in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, just south of Tom Thumb. You know where that is. And that's, uh, that's a wonderful store as well. And look at how many people are smiling when you go into that store. They all are. That's uh, David's store, Park Cities, Ron's store, East Dallas, Birdie's store, McKinney, Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU, let me get all this, .com slash DFW, Wild Birds Unlimited. On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show, what was the most insane thing said over the weekend? How long is this show? We need like six hours for this. We got to do it in about half of that. Yee. Markley Van Camp and Robbins, weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Sorry. Okay, I got it. So the three was a typo. I didn't mean to call it out, Mike. I'm sorry. I never make typos, so I don't recognize them when I see them. I've never made one, not in my life, not ever. Oh. I'll tell you sometime. Neil Spray's eGardens is my, I probably made one in this last week's eGardens. Uh, eGardens, my free electronic newsletter comes on Thursday nights at 6 and uh, from my computer to your email box. And uh, it is, uh, it is my desire that it will be like an old fashioned garden section. Always five stories. And one of the stories will be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, things you need to accomplish that weekend. And one of the stories is the Q&A section that is greatly expanded now. So those are three. And this next coming week, we'll have a, a, a story by Stephen Chambly. Never know what to expect with Stephen. But this past week, we had a wonderful story on succulents. How fun was that by Diane Sitton? So that's what eGardens is all about. If you want to look at it and, and see if you want to get involved, I'll bet you will. And uh, you can see it where you sign up for it. And that's at neilsperry.com. It's free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody. And I'm certainly not going to spam you, so you have nothing to worry about. been doing it for 18 years. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, Neil Sperry's eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. I thought my garden tips today might serve us well if we talk about ways I see gardeners getting a little bit too cute with their landscaping. We forget about the focal point sometimes. We want to draw viewers' eyes right to the front door or to the most important part of our backyard landscape. 
Sometimes we have narrow beds. That is the scale of things. We use beds that are way too small for the size of our house. Sometimes we use straight beds that just reflect on the straightness of the house in the first place. Sometimes we attempt symmetry in an asymmetric world. Your house is probably not a mirror image left and right, and your bed should not be either. And we try square shrubs. God didn't make our shrubs square. We shouldn't attempt to do what he didn't do either. There are a lot of good things we can do to make our landscapes look more natural. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Callaway's Nursery invites you to explore their stores and be inspired with their beautiful selection of colorful summer plants for your flower beds and containers. Take a leisurely morning stroll to start your day off right and discover their bright, long-lasting colors of Cora, XDR, Vinca, or Lantana, or Purslane, or more. You'll find select 6-inch generous plants for $6.99 on sale right now for 30% off. Callaway's has a great variety and everything you need to refresh your garden with a cool splash of color. These amazing plants can soak up the summer sun, shrug off the heat, and keep right on blooming. Want help getting all your new treasures planted? Well, Callaway's Nursery offers pick and plant for when you want to pick out your favorites and let the professionals do the work for you. That way you can stay cool and have more time to enjoy the outdoors. Simply visit any of their neighborhood locations to select your favorite trees, shrubs, and annual color. Speak with one of their garden services advisors to make sure you have everything you need and schedule your date. When they arrive, show them the right spot for your new additions and they will have them planted in no time. Shop at any of their community stores, including the new store in Prosper, or order online at Callaways.com and take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at nine in the morning. You can shop early, you can shop while it's still just really pleasant. That's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. They are Callaways.com. Dallas Fort Worth, it's Glenn Beck. I don't think there's ever been a politician or anybody in the public view that has not been found guilty or had any kind of real solid evidence against him that has gone through what he has gone through. Join me from 9 till noon live from the Metroplex right here on Real News and Information 570 KLIF. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller is all about. Mueller's been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for 90 years. Now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. They're easy to assemble, bolt together greenhouses come in five sizes, from 6x9 to 12x21. And they feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Let's give it a spell, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. It's MuellerInc.com. Hi, I'm Mark from Bembroke Ace Hardware. We're your source of great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mark. I have occasion to call his store fairly frequently, and his people are friendly. Very, very friendly. Thank you. Okay, we go back to our phone lines. I have two lines open right now, 888-787-KLIF. That's 888-787-5543. This is Jim and Keller. Jim, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, Long-time sir. I'm listener and have a couple of your books from my 20-something-year-old, so I appreciate your signing them for them. Thank you. And uh, I've got a question. i got a tree that's 40 or 50 years old. It's a big tree. I don't know what kind it is, unfortunately. But uh, my sister-in-law lives in the house, and... Uh, she said there's got all kinds of cobwebs of, and green bugs, maybe, crawling through it. Okay. 
Um, the the thing that would be making uh, the the webs right now would be fall webworm. Um, you know, I, I'd like to have a different name because it sounds like you described it, and I just picked your name. But uh, <laughs> but fall webworms are on many different trees right now. They're on uh, a lot of pecans. Uh, they're on persimmons. They're on uh, a, a lot of different species, especially pecans. And um, the uh, worms will get, the, the caterpillars will get started out on the ends of the branches, and the webs will get larger and larger. They may be, uh, oh, three or four feet long, and they'll be full of the, the caterpillars inside the webs. Does that sound like what she has? I think it does, yes. All right. Um, they're not going to kill the tree, it's, and they're not going to get much worse the ones that I have on my pecans, I have some that are up so high I can't really get to them. Uh, the ones that are down low, I'll, I'll prune those out when they start. If I see them getting a start, I'll use my long-handled pole pruner and just nip that end of the branch off. Uh, they'll, they'll start with a, a little web that may be only two or three leaves, and I'll just clip maybe four inches of the twig off and, and drop it to the ground and, and put them in a trash bag. Um, but once they get over a great big part of the branch, the best thing to do is if you have a oh, like a piece of plastic pipe or something that you can uh, attach a coat hanger to, just pull the coat hanger open and leave the hook on it and use duct tape to uh, uh, strap it to the end of the plastic pipe and just pull that web open. The birds will harvest the, the caterpillars. That's about all you have to do. They're not going to kill the tree. They're not going to damage that branch much. They've been around forevermore. Uh, sprays are not really effective because it's hard to get the, the spray into the web. The webs will repel water very effectively. Okay. Well, that sounds very helpful. I'm going to try that out and uh, appreciate your show. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you called. Have a great day. Thank you so much. All right. We have a, a dearth of calls right now. And uh, that means that I could use three calls. Uh, you, you could make one of those, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a break right now, about two minutes early, because I have all the faith that you will call right now a little bit early. And uh, that will propel us to the end of the hour. This is my last break for this hour, so that will give us a chance uh, for Mike to screen the calls and get this uh, herd of calls that will be coming in, get them ready for me. I just know it's going to happen. 888-787, I hope it's going to happen, 888-787-5543. This is the fifth printing of my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, available to you only from my office or only from my website. The website is the better way. If you want one reference book that you can use to keep you on track of what you're doing and, and what plants are best and all of that uh, for all parts of Texas and uh, for all kinds of outdoor gardening activities, this, I think, could be that book for you. It may be the only gardening reference book you'll need. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, soil preparation, uh, the different climatic zones of Texas, the rainfall zones of Texas, things of that sort. And, yeah, it takes into account all the droughts and the cold and hot weather and things of that sort. Now, I have a special price on the fifth printing of the book at $32.95. Sixth printing will be $38.95. I'm trying to close out the fifth printing. The only difference in the two books is that there are two paragraphs in the sixth printing that refer to the cold. It's up in chapter one, the one I was just describing. Uh, it's in chapter one, describing the, the, the cold of February 2021. Otherwise, the books are identical. Okay, so back to the uh, contents. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a calendar. I've never put this uh, information in any book before. It's 48 pages, 4 pages per month, telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and protected in your landscape and garden in that month. So, you know, we're currently in, uh, in August, and you look in August, it'll tell you all the things you need to get done during August so that you don't forget and say, oh, rats, I forgot to do this or that. Chapters 3 through 11 are very detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, 
perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. I worked a whole year on this book, and yet you're getting it for only $32.95. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny with no questions asked. It hasn't happened yet, but it'll happen at some point. I'll tell you when it does. But uh, otherwise, uh, the book is uh, yours for that $32.95 sale price. That's a fabulous price while I have supplies of the fifth printing left. And uh, it's available from neilsperry.com or by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. You'll get a signed copy of the book. Call 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church where the love of God is proclaimed, and everyone is welcome. That's our pastor. That's our church. He is wonderful. I don't know yet whether Tommy will be with us next hour to talk about birds. He often does on Saturdays, but he may have a wedding or a funeral or a conference or something, so we'll find out. I've sent a note to him, so we'll find out together. In the meanwhile, I would like to invite you to join us at church. Uh, All the information on uh, the service times uh, is at sharingtheheart.org. But I'll tell you, the uh, traditional services are at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. And the church is a historic church, more than 120 years old. And uh, it's at 315 North Church Street in downtown McKinney. Just uh, about two blocks northwest of downtown McKinney. McKinney is a fun place to visit in the first place. And to get to go to an old, beautiful church is kind of special, too. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. You've heard that jingle for a long, long time. And uh, I want you to know that this hour and every hour, both hours, every hour, Sponsored of my program, sponsored by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Forty of them joined together, and I am grateful for that. They keep this program running and on the air for you. So be sure to tell them thank you when you go into Ace Hardware. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace Basic Pleated Air Filters. Buy two, get one free. Mix and match. This filter provides up to 90 days of protection against many airborne particles. Electrostatically charged media attracts and holds small particulates for improved indoor air quality. It traps particles such as pollen, plant spores, lint, pet hair, and household dust. All of that is so important, and especially as it come out of a hot, dusty, dry summer and head right into fall with its allergy issues. So you need to get in, and remember, you buy two and uh, get one free. Mix and match at Ace Hardware, and that's the uh, Ace Basic Pleated Air Filters. Ace is the place where you find people from your own neighborhood who are working there and helping you. They are people who understand local conditions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. 
Hello, I'm Sunny from Dallas Ace Hardware next to Duncanville. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Sonny, thank you very, very much. We have one line open right now, and I'd love to hear from you at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Call right now, please. Call right now. And we go to Sandra in Prosper. Sandra, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, my question is about guard, two gardenia bushes. All right. Okay, um, we got a little bit of a late start planting a flower bed, so I planted two la, two gallon bucket, I guess, uh, gardenias um, in the first uh, of July, and one always seems to wilt a little. the The leaves don't turn a color or anything, but one is always wilty in the heat, and the other does just fine. They seem to be growing at the same rate. They're not blooming, but you know they're alive. So. Uh, the, the flower bed is in Durant, Oklahoma, so it you know, gets the same full sun. I think the gardenia bushes are in the sun until 2.30 in the afternoon. And so I'm just curious. I mean, they are planted within four feet of each other uh, on the same, you know, where they would get the same amount of sun. Why is one wilting and the other isn't? Well, it's hard to hard to tell for sure. One thing that could be different would be the root system of the two plants. It may be that one was a little more root bound when you when you bought it and it may dry out faster um, or as it was being planted one might not have had quite as good a root system and the soil ball may have fallen apart a little bit more when it was planted so it could huh. it could have gone either way uh, I would imagine okay. that the difference has to do with the the root system one way or the other though since uh, yeah. you know if, if they're exactly the same size out of the same container planted, uh, at the at the same time, and the exposure is exactly the same. Um, yeah. I I will warn you that that's awfully far north for gardenias. I they're on my never again Neil list for McKinney, oh, really? Texas. Oh yeah, I have. But they were on clearance. <laughs> say it again, please. I said they were on clearance, and so we're uh, we decided to do a, a really pretty flower bed for the students coming back to school on the twenty second. I'm yeah. up at Southeastern. And, uh, uh, you know, we had a limited budget, and uh, I guess I should have known <laughs> that they were um, uh, maybe not, not the best choice because they were on clearance. But they're pretty, and they're, and they're green. So, yeah, well, they will, uh, they will bloom in the spring, and uh, okay. most varieties don't bloom again. Uh, there are some that will have a, a fall bloom or an ongoing bloom, but most, most of the flowering will happen in the springtime. But uh, I think I, like, this is called August something. Yeah, August, and and, those. and in theory that should bloom again during the summertime. But I got to tell you, you you think about how many uh, gardenias you see around Prosper or McKinney or Salina or anywhere in Collin County, um, and and you'll begin to see what I was talking about. They all froze in February 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. I've lived in Collin County and outside McKinney for uh, 45 years, and uh, I've tried them three times and not anymore. I'm just done. Okay. Uh, I plant them in, in, uh, in the spring so they can get well-established, and I've not made it through one winter with them so far. I mean, I've picked the wrong years, but you don't know. When you plant in, in yeah. May, you don't know what the next winter is going to be, and I've picked bad winters each time. <laughs> So yeah, they're just well, a, they were. I think they were on clearance for five dollars each. So I'm going to doesn't get, make them. That doesn't make them any more winter hardy. It doesn't make them a good that's deal. True. Yeah, but yeah. they will be pretty for a little bit. So when I replace them so. after they die, yeah. then what would you suggest? Well, there are lots of plants that will do well for you and that would be beautiful for you. They may not have the fragrance of gardenias, but you know any of the any of the adapted hollies would be beautiful. And if you want something pretty, you'd go with a, a holly that would have fruit. For example, okay. dwarf Burford holly would be the same size as August Beauty gardenia, and it okay. would have beautiful red berries for five months and just absolutely gorgeous. So that would be a, a good trade as far as I'm concerned, and it's a plant that will tolerate sun or shade. 
And okay, and when should I plant that? Let's anytime assume the gardenia is quite winter hardy. Winter. Anytime. So I can plant it in the winter. Okay, what about plenty. rosemary? Uh, rosemary you would plant in the spring, but it's uh, it, it's going to be marginally hardy for you. Probably hardier okay. than gardenias, but not much. Okay, I was just looking for kind of an evergreen. So, okay, well, I know what to expect. The hollies, the hollies are evergreens. There are other evergreens. Nandinas are beautiful, and they also have fruit. You'd probably, if you're trying to teach the kids, you'd want to prune the fruit off by uh, by the first part of February because it is uh, attractive to birds and can be a problem for birds. So you need to be careful. Okay. But, okay. Uh, All right. Lots of lots of good plants. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, let me see. What do I have, Mike? Two minutes. Let's go to Jim and Richardson. Jim, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you doing today? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, my problem, I think, is uh, I have St. Augustine both front and back. Um, front, the back is fantastic. It's doing great, even with the, all this drought and everything, because it's shaded one way or the other most of the day. The front is sparse uh, shading, and it it was pretty looking pretty bad uh, over the last week or so and until actually that rain a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. But it also has a pretty healthy thatch buildup, and I was just wondering if that might be part of its problem. And also, do you dethatch St. Augustine? No, you don't, because it doesn't develop much thatch. And if you were to get down to the thatch, if there were any, uh, thatch is undecomposed organic matter on top of the soil, and here's the kicker, and beneath the runners. Well, the only runners that you have with St. Augustine are above ground, and so if you go beneath the runners, you're tearing up all runners to get to the thatch. So you will destroy your lawn if you uh, if you try to uh, if you try to comb out the thatch. So leave the thatch. There is no thatch, so don't worry about it. Probably what you are seeing is either grass that got too dry or grass that has chinch bugs. If it's in full sun, and if it looked like it was dry, you watered it and it didn't respond, then that's probably chinch bug damage. If uh, if you didn't water it then it's probably drought, you know, so I, I can't tell from here yeah. which, which it was, could, could be either one. But chinch bugs are very uh-huh. easily identified. You just have to do it on your hands and knees is the problem. Ah, okay. Well, I'll give that a shot then. But if, you will, if you will look at the homepage of my website, um, you, will, you will see St. Augustine Diagnostics, and if you click on that, you will have, you will have a chance to see photographs of chinch bugs you'll see what you're looking for and you can still look right now if you have any green grass at all left in the front yard you can see uh, what you're looking for and that'll tell you what what would have turned that part of the lawn brown so it would be good to know it would be good to know so i've got my music playing so i'm out of time for this hour appreciate your call go to neilsperry.com and click on those saint augustine diagnostics another hour coming up folks stay tuned